This is the Kilkenny Hurling Podcast brought to you by KCLR. Each week you can join myself, Robbie Dowling, and Eddie Scally as we look back on the big stories and matches from the Kilkenny Senior, Intermediate and Junior Hurling Leagues and Championships, as well as casting our eye on the upcoming fixtures. Of course, we are coming off the back of the opening weekend of action with 18 games in total across the Senior, Intermediate and Junior Section A grades, with live commentaries, reports and updates on all matches guaranteed each weekend on KCLR. I'm joined by the man who led the Blacks and Whites to the Junior County title last year, Eddie Scally. Eddie, how are you? I'm very good, thanks, Robbie. Yep, yeah, all great. Brilliant weekend of hurling. It was a brilliant weekend of hurling. We'll get straight into it. The senior results on the opening weekend were as follows. In Group A, Bennis Breed for 121 to 112 winners over Aaron Zone. James Stevens won by two goals and 21 points to one goal and 17 points against Greg Ballycallan. Well, the final game of the weekend in Group A, the game that you were commentating on, of course, for us here at KCLR, Eddie, saw Glenmore come out on top against Ballyhale Shamrocks by one goal and 20 points to two goals and 14 points. Group B, one-way street, really, in Park Seamus, Steve Vaughan. Dixborough, 518. Clara, three goals and 11 points. Moving on, there were two games on Sunday. Mullen of were 24 points to 16 winners over Dane's fourth, while O'Loughlin Gales were 125 to 20-point winners over Tullerone. Any particular game that caught your eye there, Eddie? I know you were at the Glenmore and Shamrocks game first, and you were also at the Borough and Clary. That Borough and Clary game particularly was really one-sided, which a lot of people maybe thought it would be a lot tighter. Yeah, myself included as well, Robbie. Um, to be fair to Clara, and I'd said this to Ronnie beforehand, without winning championships over the last number of years, they've always been very, very competitive. You're not going to see Clara getting beaten comprehensively too often um, and this this is really what did happen uh, in that game in, in, in James Stevens Park there Dixborough themselves in the first half there was a very very strong wind both games that I was on on Saturday were affected by strong winds but there was a very strong wind <laughs> in that game and Clara were playing against it I should say in the first half and at half time they were only a couple of points down it was you know it was, it was a pretty good game yeah. so in the second half when Dixborough were playing against the wind it actually it suited Dixborough so much more because Dixborough have started to play a completely new style of hurling. Okay, Michael Walsh will disagree with me when you know <laughs> Michael doesn't like new hurling or any of this yeah. stuff. It's always the same. But they're going with short puckouts. They're working it out through the lines. They're looking for runners off the ball. I'd seen seven or eight puckouts to the full back with cornerbacks coming off his shoulder. And when they started playing that style of hurling and bringing the ball to the middle third of the field then the ball going inside to the full forward line was absolutely class and then you had players like Andy Gaffney everything started to stick from inside Bill Sheen at wing forward was phenomenal Harry Shine they just started to click and I'm telling you Robbie 518 they left another 2526 behind them like mm. Dixborough were absolutely phenomenal now on the other side of that there Clara were Clara were poor um, in the second half. They they really did drift out of the game. I know Clara are much better than that, and I think they'll regroup. Obviously, I've seen Lester Ryan carrying hurls the other day. He must be carrying an injury, but mm. a big marker has been put down the first weekend of the championship because I think Dixborough, if they wanted to come in under the radar, they didn't do a good job on it. Was that the standout result of the weekend? Do you think? It was the standout performance of the weekend. Um, the standout result of the weekend has to be Glenmore going to Ballyhale Shamrocks and beating them in Ballyhale. Is that a surprise opening round? It's not. See, the problem is we've gotten so used to Ballyhale starting slow that everybody nearly expects that Ballyhale might be caught out. If you're going to catch them, you'll get them in the first round of a championship. They're like Italy at World Cups. You want to get them in the first game. <laughs> but <clears throat> the problem with Ballyhale is... And I'll say it, we'll start off with controversy straight away. I think this year could be one year too many for Ballyhale. Really? Um, I think so, yeah. You not I, say that every year? No. 
I thought Ballyhale were absolute certainties for the last four years. Um, here we go. No, <laughs> genuinely did. And, and, I, and I still think Ballyhale are the best hurling team in yeah. the country. I think they're phenomenal. The problem that Ballyhale have now is all the players that are missing that aren't coming back like I'll have to flick it open on the phone here in a second to give you all the Joey names Joey Holden and Colin Fenley are full back and you're full forward that's They're massive gone. isn't it yeah. but that's, that's, that's a huge loss for them Dean Mason your goalkeeper yeah. he's gone hmm. um, Dara Corcoran wasn't playing Darren Mullen Paddy Mullen Joe Cuddy I think there was nine of the starting team for the All-Ireland final didn't play on, on Saturday like that's that's a frightening number of players to be missing but I too actually, many really isn't it too many well clearly uh, they were beaten um, <laughs> and, and I think from, from talking to the lads in Ballyhale on the day I think there's only three of the lads coming back so mm. you're losing six year starting team from an All-Ireland final and you're going to go and try and regain the hardest championship in the country to win. Like Ballyhale didn't exactly murder James Stevens last year in the in the county final. You were there, Robbie. Um, I know in the end it was six points. I think maybe. Yeah, I think uh, so. so it was, like but it wasn't a steamroll. And if you think about it, Ballyhale the player sent off. I think Paddy Mullen got sent yeah. off. You know, early in the second half, they didn't have it all their own way. And and, and James Stevens, if I recall, hit the crossbar. Comfortable lately. enough, though. Eddie. It was. It, no. it was pretty. Like it, it went as a lot of things go with Ballyhale where. The opposition started fast, and then as the game went on, they just Ballyhale grind you down. But you have to; everything has to click for you. Um, I can't remember which of the James Stevens lads had a strike from way out, smashed it off the crossbar. One of them dips in under. Ah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's yeah. a different game. But the point that I'd make to you is now Ballyhale. Don't get me wrong; they brought on they brought on a couple of young lads the other day. Larry Cody, come on, that's Owen's younger brother. Mm. Um, you know, the future's going to be bright with these fellas too. But uh, Kevin Fenley's another young player who's been in around that panel for a good few years now. He started corner forward the other day, uh, chipped in with a couple of points in the second half, and that'll stand to him too. <clears throat> but I just think it might be a step too far this year for Ballyhale unless more of these lads come back. And, and, and for me, the standout result of the weekend was, was Glenn Moore's victory. But not just that they beat Ballyhale, it was the manner and how they beat Ballyhale. The performance, uh, Owen, Owen Murphy's performance at centre-back was absolutely brilliant. He was just a joy to watch. He was absolutely fantastic. Um, Mickey Carwin's puck outs. Um, like, I actually thought he was going to shoot from a puck out at one stage. He, he was landing his puck outs on the small square at the other end of the field. Like, I know it was wind assisted, but it was yeah. unbelievable now. Yeah. In, in terms of those results then this weekend, the Borough and Glenmore obviously catch eye particularly. Would you worry for the Borough last year? They were very strong in the league. They didn't die off in the championship, but when. They came home to roost. They did lose to the village in a semi-final. Would you worry that the Borough could go on a similar trajectory this year where they look like the standout team until when it matters most and then they fall just that bit short? Yeah, look, like there'll be lessons learned from last year as well. Like, they, you know, they don't want to be peaking too early and that's, mm. you know, the magic thing. Michael Walsh, he's a, he's a big backroom team there. Gavin Nolan is in there with him. Jerry Fitzpatrick, uh, Don O'Rourke, John Tracy. Don O'Rourke's crucial for that style of play, I believe. Um, he would be, but Gavin Nolan wouldn't be a yeah. billion miles off. Gavin, I've seen Gavin winning all Ireland McConaughey Shamrocks. Um, like they played an unbelievable brand of hurling, all short, really good passing. Gavin went to Bagnestown Gales. Um, he had two years with the Gales down there, got them to county semi final in his first year, county final last year. Mm. Like he he knows the time of day, and he's a smart guy as well. And and I actually think it's kind of going to be a hybrid version because we know that Mickey's not a massive fan of overdoing it. He pull on you with the <laughs> we hurling. do, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But in saying that, I guarantee he enjoyed it on Sunday. So they'll, they'll, they'll he's forward it. thinking though. He is oh, forward thinking. Like he he's a very good manager, and they have a good man at the helm there, and a good club man as well. Oh yeah, and it's like it's so important. This is what I'm saying to you. Like I, I think Michael, 
he's, he's brought in all the components anything in my eyes anything and this is where a really good manager come to the fore you, you, you fill your own areas that you might be maybe I'm weaker on the puckouts or maybe I'm weaker on uh, movements of the forwards he's put a really good backroom team together the other thing as well is look at their number 16 to number 31 on that panel for for the game the other day against Clara I actually think nearly every one of them players could make that team they have a panel of 30 players that I think are 30 senior hurlers there won't be too many other teams that have that many players like Killian Buckley got no game time the other day we know that that's not going to go Shane Stapleton came on very late in the game and um, that's just off the top of my head now there was two of the players that I kind of stood Connor Fitz mm. like they have a savage those bench um, yeah, yeah. Like Kevin Nolan Kevin Moore yeah, like, yeah. Uh, for me and it's too early to say now because it's only the first week yeah. of our championship for me Dixborough were the team that put their hand up this week and said, "Look, we're here and we're going to, we're going to be to be lighting it up." And I think if you ask me now where the communion money is going, I'm I'm definitely going to be back in Dixborough to win this championship because once they get the momentum up, like you look at O'Loughlin Gales, who I would have had. Like for me, number one is Ballyhale Shamrocks. Number two, in my eyes, is O'Loughlin Gales, and then you've got Dixborough Tullerone. Dixborough, Tullerone and maybe James Stevens. They're your top five teams. But James Stevens had a very slow start to the championship the other day. Yeah, we'll get on to the village then. 221 to 117 winners over Bally Callan. But as you say, probably took them a while to get into that game and eventually they did come out on top. You have them maybe as the number five there. Brian Cody in charge, strong backroom team with him as well. People that he knows, strong club men, the likes of Joe Hennessy. Would you put them as number five even though they made the county final last year? I'm probably being a bit harsh on James Stevens. That's one whole section of Kilkenny I have to avoid now for a month. But <laughs> it's not that. It's just when I look at it on paper, I'm looking at this year's championship, not last year's championship. Okay. I think I think the, this is one of the teams that's probably lost out in a few players. I think there's a couple of lads gone travelling there mm. from James Stevens that'll 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 weaken them a bit. Um Brian Cody is going to have them peaking at the right time. They're going to be there right at the end of the championship. But if you ask me after week one Tullerone got beaten yesterday by eight points by O'Loughlin Gales. Like Greg Bally Callan have had a really tough time of it over the last couple of years. I actually think that that's not a bad result. I know they've lost there now, but like losing by seven points to last year's beaten county finalists, that would tell me that Greg Bally Callan must have come on a ton. I think they have. They're, they have a couple of young players there and they're coming on a bit from where they were last year, where they were desperately fighting relegation. And Eugene Clunan's back in there. He is. Yeah, which helps as well, doesn't it? In terms of Look, he's continuation. Yeah, but he was gone for a year. Um, don't ask me what's going on out in Greg Ballycannon, but Eugene was there and then he was gone and then yeah. he was back. James Ryle and Eugene would be very good friends, but I don't see James Ryle in the management team this year. No. Um, which would suggest... <coughs> I think Eugene, maybe with work or whatever commitments, had stepped away for a year. Mm. But he's back in there. Like He brings a massive amount of intensity to a team. Yeah. They'll work hard. A huge including team, you'll be able to pick them out. They'll be the team that's working the hardest all the way across the field. That you know they'll, they'll, they'll never be beaten. They'll just go, 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 go and keep fighting for you. But Greg Ballycallan, they need a good year this year because they've had it so tough for the last couple of years and, and hopefully Eugene can get a kick out of them. And maybe that result at the weekend, losing by, and I know it sounds like seven points sounds like a lot. Seven points is nothing in a hurling match. Yeah. Like it really isn't. Um, I think anything below eight or nine points is, 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 is a close game. The other game on Friday night, Bennis Bridge and Aaron Zona was live here on KSLR. Quite comfortable for Bennis Bridge. They maybe aren't amongst the top five this year. Tim Dooley, their manager, said that it was a rebuilding process for 2023. We'll get on to them. Erin's own. There's always a clear favour to go down. Is it Comer? No, it's Greg Ballycallan. I think. Do you think so? Yeah, I think they are. I think Erin's own. That's a that's a bad start for Erin's own. Um, 
Look, I think it's going to be Aaron's own and Greg Ballycannon. Now, the other one that we haven't mentioned yet, and we'll get to him in a few minutes, is Dane's Fort. Um, Very poor against one in the back. But look, you're just coming up from intermediate. It's yeah. going to take a bit of time to get going. Uh, they're still very reliant on the old guard there as well. Yeah. So, if you ask me, the bottom three teams at the moment in Kilkenny, they are Craig Ballycallan, Aaron's own, and Dane's Fort. That's that's the bottom three teams. And if 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 you wanted to play one of them in a final, I wouldn't want to play Greg Ballycallan in a relegation final. They mightn't even be in that. But mm. I think any of them three teams could be relegated this year. I think. That's that's one of those three is going to be the one that gets relegated. I can see yeah. nowhere else. We might we might have a broader discussion around runners and riders in a couple of minutes, but just on the bridge as well, they've been there thereabouts over the last five or six years or so without ever really making it. They had a great young team throughout the two thousands and two thousand and tens, underage wise. Is it their time, or are they missing too many players? To win the championship, yeah, even to get to the latter stages. I think it was a quarter final exit last year. Yeah, I think. Look. For me, if 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 I was Bennett's Bridge, if they got to a quarter final this year, I'd be comfortable with it. Stay our relegation, um, as they've alluded to already. There is a bit of a rebuilding mm. process in place. Um, I just looking at their list from the day the other day. They had three players down injured. The list of thirty three players plus the three injured lads. Um, you know they've a very big backroom team there as well. I know the lads have bought into Dan Shanahan hugely. They they, they absolutely love him down there. Um, you know, are they going to be pushing at the at the business end to win the championship? I'd be very surprised if they are. Yeah. But I think they're coming. Um, maybe this is going to be about a year too soon for them. Liam Blanchfield, a huge loss as well, a full forward. Unbelievable, yeah. yeah. It's you, you know you can't. Unfortunately, you can't replace players like that. And and this is the thing with the smaller places. And like James Stevens, a massive part of Kilkenny mm. City, but they've lost a couple of big, they big have, players. Yeah. Connor Brown, of course, you know, like, the obvious one. Clubs can't afford to lose them lads that are gone travelling like I mean as I said to you with Ballyhale no one can afford to and Bennis Bridge small population as well and they lose Liam Blanchfield who is without question one of the best hurlers in Kenny hmm. The other two games were in Group B uh, we'll get on to O'Loughlin and Tullerow and that was the final game of the weekend another one that we had live on KCLR but our penultimate game of the weekend live on KCLR as well I should say Mullinavat and Danes 4 24 points to 16 we briefly touched on it there with Dan- about Danes 4 maybe being one of the main contenders to go back down to intermediate Mullinavat they don't get the credit that they're due they've been up since 2015 I think they made the semi-final that year. They haven't been in the last four since, but they are extremely consistent every year. Yeah, Mullinavat. Eddie Doyle had said that to me before about Mullinavat. Like you could just put your house on them to get to the quarterfinals because they just—they're never in relegation. It's and I thought a couple of years ago, I honestly thought maybe they were depleted and going down. But like, you would be a fool to back against them now going down. No, they're definitely not going to go. <laughs> yeah, like they no. just. But I tell you what, and people will laugh. Mullinavat go in at start of the championship, super fit. The Mullinavat team are about twice as fit as every With other the football, team. football, Yeah, course. 100%. Yeah. Like, they take the football serious. Thomastown do as well. Now, look, everyone takes the football seriously to a degree. Nobody to the degree that Mullinavat no. takes it to Inkle Kenny. Let's be straight. Yeah. And I actually think they reap the rewards of this. At this time of the year, Mullinavat will always hit the ground running. The last team you want... like. It's the exact opposite of the Ballyhale effect. Yeah. You want Ballyhale in your first game, you do not want Mullinavat. And I think, as you said, they're ultra consistent. They have a big panel of players. They, they generally get it right. And I, I actually think, I think Mullinavat, they'll, they'll safely get to a quarter final again this year. Yeah, they're almost like a level down of consistency as Clara were, if that makes sense. In terms of Clara, were always good for semi-finals or finals around the 2010s. 1-2, of course, in 2013 and 15. But as you say, Mullinavat, 
they're just one of those teams you chalk off that they'll be in minimum first round but usually a quarter final yeah this is it I think they haven't lost the first round game since 2015 either so yeah possibly so um, no I think that was the stat I think you know because it did surprise me at the time but no and and look they're 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 a good side as well and you know the draw can be kind to you sometimes and the draw can be a bit harder on you and Mullinavat with the right draw if they end up in a county semi-final no one will want to play Mullinavat like Mullinavat if you beat Mullinavat you're beating them by a score that's all you're beating them by because it's down to the fitness levels they work really hard and then they have a couple of brilliant hurlers as well Uh, Jeremy Malone is an absolutely fantastic hurler she knocks yeah 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 Ian Duggan like they like they have they have bodies all over the field that are at that level at senior intercounty and senior club level and they won't be too far away either. Dane's fourth, we did touch on it. Um, a lot of experience heads. Where do you see them at? Look, it's 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 going to be very hard first year up. Um, back at senior, the big job for Dane's Fort is 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 to make sure that they can try and get a couple of wins on the board and stay as far out of the relegation as you can. And that's that's so much easier said than done. Like. At the start of the year, you're looking at teams and you're saying, you know, like I spoke to a couple of lads about this the other day from one of the other clubs in the intermediate grade. I was saying, your, your target has to be to try and win the championship. And if you can't win the championship, try and get to the semi-finals or the quarter-finals. Yeah. If, if you're going in with the attitude, if Danesford are going in with the attitude of we don't want to get relegated, they're getting relegated. Yeah, you're in trouble. I think Danesford really need to be targeting to get to a quarter-finals this year. But the problem for Danesford, and this is where you come back to it, you know, Paul Murphy at centre-back, uh, phenomenal hurler, brilliant servant to the game, but he's pushing on now at this stage. Paddy in the goal, uh, Richie at wing forward. They're so reliant on on the lads and have been so reliant on the lads for the last number of years. They're going to need other players to, to, to put up their hands now and, and carry the gauntlet. And they have players. They have players that are capable of doing that. Like that intermediate final last year against um, Thomas. Was it Thomas Town in the intermediate final? Wasn't it? Um, it beat Thomas Town in the semi final, I think. Yeah, beat Thomas Town in the semi final. I think it was. Uh, Went to extra time and penalties. Was that that game? Yes. I remember one of the games, I think one of the players broke their leg or something as well. It was Dane's Ford and Thomas Town in the final. Yeah, in it the was Dane's Ford. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Lash and Rain, Nolan Park. That's it. Yeah. But they, they dug it out. They, they never stopped. There was a never say die attitude with Dane's Ford. You know, and they got the job yeah. done in the end, but it was it was an attritional battle. Like, that yeah, was just yeah. old school stuff. And they're going to have to feed on that and try and bring that into, I know it's going to sound terrible, but like drag teams down to that and make it a dog fight. Yeah. If they can do that they have a chance but they're going to need to you need points on the board as quick as you can and I'd say it was a hard start with Mullinavat they're a big strong yeah, physical team we will get on to kind of what's upcoming for all the teams but the final game of the weekend it was a 3 o'clock throw in Claret so Lachlan's come out on top by 8 points it has to be said maybe a bigger margin than a lot would have thought one goal in 25 points to 20 points against Tullerone we didn't mention them in the standout performance of the week but this is one maybe that's gone under the radar an 8 point win over Tullerone who have been very strong particularly last year this is a good start for life under Brian Hogan yeah it definitely is um, and like the, the players that were missing um, for for O'Loughlin Gales as well um, like it, I, I was I was stunned by this because I think Tullerone are one of the best teams you know one of the best teams out there at this level at, at senior yeah. level like they've, Tullerone have like Mossy Shane Walsh Porrick Welch uh, Young Tommy Walsh, you know Paul Boogie in the goal as well. You know Paul's puckouts have been a, a lethal weapon for 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 Tullerone for the last mm. number of years. Like he, his puckouts are just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Like he's he's one of the best players of all. He's a f- former forward, so he's going to have yeah. that in his locker anyway. But I, I was really surprised when I seen how much um, O'Loughlin Gales won by, and like they have to be serious contenders for this year's championship, Robbie. 
Yeah, you would have thought so. Something that they, a lot of their players and even their manager Andy Comfort has alluded to last year, what let them down, they did lose in the first round against Mullinavat. Their forward line, particularly weak maybe, lacking that star forward. Do you think that is something that will have to improve as it goes on in terms of finding that player that will get you maybe close to double digits each game? Well, this is it. They knocked up 125 yesterday. I haven't seen the stats of who got the scores. Or on Sunday, no. they got 125. I don't know who got the scores. I'm sure Mark Bergen probably chipped in with a, yes, a fair old yes, whale of them. Very good. You know, Mark is brilliant. Luke Hogan's very, very good as well at wing forward too, it must be said. But you do, if you look at all the other teams at senior, at the top, top, top end, like you look at Tullerone, you've Garrow Dunn, you've Mossy Keown, either of them could turn a game for you. They could knock up 110, 111. Yeah. Ballyhale Shamrocks, Owen Cody, TJ Reid do you know genuinely, you're all there with that yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I could go through the whole forward <laughs> yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. but if you look at it, you know you look at the other teams that are going to be up there they've all got one two maybe three marquee forwards mm. and look that's probably where Lachlan Gales got caught a little bit but they're a young side as well there's a lovely mix of, of, of youth and, and the older players I see Keane Loy was listed at 17 I've seen him playing in the intermediate match the day before he's a hurler I, I, I think a bit of as well I think on his day he's very very good uh, Mikey Butler was on the panel I don't know if he played at all yesterday or on Sunday I should say but mm. oh, Lachlan Gales they, like 125 is a brilliant score to be getting first round of the championship so I'd say if if the forwards issue was a problem <laughs> I'd say they've, they've probably worked out something Yeah well the six games this weekend five of them are live on KCLR it begins on Friday with O'Loughlin's actually their first city derby of the season against Dixworth at the 7 o'clock throwing in James Stevens GAA grounds there's two games on Saturday 4 o'clock Greg Ballycallan versus Bennis Bridge that's also out to Kells Road uh, in James Stevens GAA grounds and then at 7 o'clock in Tom Royal Park in Ballycallan Aaron's own take on Ballyhill Shamrocks the other the two games on Sunday sees Glenmore meet James Stevens at half past 12 and then Clara take on Danesford at half past two that's our lot on Casey Lord there is one other senior game of course this weekend Mullinavat versus Tullerone a 7pm throwing on Friday night in Callan we'll go through those games Eddie starting with group A the first one of the weekend Ballycallan versus Bridge. Bridge coming off the back of that win of course against Aaron's own Ballycallan off the back of a defeat they'll need a result in this game or the next game to try and stave off that relegation trip they definitely will um, and I'd say this is one of the games that they've marked as a potential mm. game for them to win as well um, you know Bennett's Bridge I know that a convincing enough win against Aaron's own but I think Greg Ballycannon will be coming with a different type of proposition I could see this being a close game but I just edge Bennett's Bridge in this one I think Bennett's Bridge will just get over the line there by a couple of points Aaron's own and the Shamrocks both coming off the back of defeats feels like the Shamrocks are heavy favourites coming into this one can you see a bit of a shock here at all? Absolutely not uh, definitely I think Aaron's own will come and they'll give it everything they have And but it's just you'll catch Ballyhale once you're not going to get them caught twice I know it happened a few years ago that they did but I've seen enough of Ballyhale the other day to actually think that they're still you know that, if that exact Ballyhale team starts again on next weekend that, that team will be strong enough to win most championship matches it was just Glenmore you know, got it right on the day mm, but Glen- no no Ballyhale will win that game Glenmore in the village that's half 12 on Sunday as I said uh, both teams coming off the back of good victories in the opening round see Glenmore pulling off another bit of a shock I suppose if they were to win yeah no it would be it would be a bit of a shock it would be some start to the season to beat the two county finalists from last year one week it's after the other um, I, I, again uh, Brian Cody was standing about 35 yards away from myself and Brian Dowling watching the match the other day so I'm pretty sure right. he knows exactly what he's yes. going to face <laughs> next week and uh, he's pretty good at this stuff uh, yeah, yeah he knows a thing or two yeah he does yeah yeah, no, I think um, he'll have a plan. I think you'll see you'll see a very different setup from James Stevens this time. I'd say you won't see a whole 
lot of balls coming around the half back line. I think Ballyhale, Ballyhale play Ballyhale's way, and it normally is enough to win the game. But by Ballyhale playing the way they do play, with drilling balls into the full forward line, O Murphy was reading that all day long. He was slipping in behind, nearly playing in that dreaded word in Kilkenny, nearly playing like a sweeper uh, in front of his full back line. He was able to drop the line. And I'd say I'd say no player touched the ball as much as O Murphy in that match the other day. And I think when you see James Stevens against um, against Glenmore more next week, you watch. I guarantee you the ball will be kept as far away from O Murphy as possible, and that's where the winning in the game will be. You have the village down as number five. Presumably, it's not because Brian Cody's the new manager. Is it purely because of the players they're missing, or is there anything extra there? I think it's just down to the players they're missing. I just think, look, and I'm not saying that they're number five, they're four or five. I yeah. can see. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't, like, if, 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 if all things are being equal right now at the moment, I think the village, I know the village are, you know, they were beating county finalists last year. Yeah. I'm not writing them off by any stretch of the imagination, but I actually think this year's target should be getting to a county semi final. I think if they get to a county semi final, no one will want to play them, everyone will fear them at that point because they're so good. Mm. Um, and obviously, you know, it does make a big difference having somebody like Brian on the line. There's no doubt about it. Like, the man has seen and done it all. But I just think losing players like Connor Brown, teams can't do that. Yeah. And in terms of Glenmore, we talk about dark horses. You probably put them in that tier with the likes of, well, you would have had Clary in it before that game against Dixborough, Mullen Avat, um, Glenmore themselves, of course, maybe, um, you know, maybe one or two other teams as well. Benis Bridge, possibly, below the top teams. Can they actually break into that, do you think? Do you think they are the the best team to go and have a run at this outside of the normal five, say, or four? I think I think they are. I think potentially they are. Like like for me, I was really impressed with their keeper. I said that the other day. His poke outs mm. were just unbelievable. But not just the bombs that he was dropping long. It was his short poke outs as well. Everything was on point. Owen Murphy at centre back was absolutely brilliant. Alan Murphy uh, started, gave an absolute exhibition. Billy Reid was absolutely brilliant. Another player not even listed in the programme, uh, Croke. Adam Croke, mm. I'm going to say. Absolutely phenomenal performance. Um, Ger Aylward. You, you know, you forget Ger is there yeah. sometimes as well. Solid like, as a rock. Th- th- like, this Glenmore team won an intermediate title a couple of years back. I went to see them that year. They got beaten by Nace, I think it was, in the Leinster yeah, final. Right, yeah. um, you know, they had a decent enough run. I think their their focus was on winning... Kilkenny, I think they didn't really care about winning Leinster's or anything like that. Mm. But this is a this is a good team, and and they've been around with each other a long time now. So sort of, you know what I mean? There's they've had loads of time to gel yeah. at senior level. I think this could be their year. I think I could see them getting themselves into a league, you know, a league final, league semi final around that stage is there, yeah. and in the knockout championships, then they'll be safe from any. They won't be involved in any relegation. There's nothing to worry about there, I believe. And I think yeah. you know they could be one of them teams to push into that group. Group B then, it begins on Friday night, 7 o'clock, O'Loughlin's versus the Borough. I presume, you know, for many people, this is the game of the weekend, the first City Derby of the year, as I was saying. Uh, this could be a very, very good game in terms of quality and in terms of how competitive it is as well. It definitely is, you know. Like, I'll put it to you this way, there's no hurling man. In, there's going to be some crowd at this game. Oh, I'd say so. <laughs> like, there, there'll be nobody listening in because they'll all be at it. No, I tell you, you'll be phones up to your ears. Yeah, it's not like so. it. It's, but it's, it's, like it's, I know it's only the second round of the championship, but I, I find it so funny like Glasby moaning about split seasons and the whole lot like I, I, I can't wait for that game I just think that like that has me really excited yeah. I, like I really and, and for for so many reasons because 
Dixborough, fair enough to went out and pummeled Clara the other day, but I said this to, to Ronnie at the time, don't get too carried away here. Clara have had a really bad performance today. Clara will come on a ton for that because yeah. we know they're way better than that. Well, Lachlan Gales had a big win, eight points against Tullerone. That's a massive win. Mm. So now you have two teams that are absolutely flying. They won't like each other. Uh, City Derby on the Friday night and we're only in round two of the championship I mean this is brilliant this is Kilkenny tip stuff this is <laughs> how do you see that game going I, I can't see more than one score separating these teams I, I yeah I think I'll put it to you this way I think the, the, the Dixborough forwards won't get the space and they won't get the time no and Andy Gaffney he had a he 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 had a stormer of a game of full forward. Hugh Lawler's not going to let him do that. No. Um, he's going to you know he's going to have his hands full there. If Mikey Butler comes back, he goes into the full back line. <laughs> now you're in serious trouble there. Then you've Paddy Deegan at centre back for a Lachlan Gales. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think it's going to be a very very close game. Um, on the basis of what I seen from O'Loughlin or from Dixborough the other day, I would have thought. Dixborough have the edge on this one because I think they're a little bit more advanced but on the result just on Sunday O'Loughlin's the 125 to 20 point win over Tullerone I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if this is a draw I, I couldn't right. split these now I think first this is draw of the year a, maybe yeah I think it's going to be an absolute okay. belter now just on O'Loughlin's actually you mentioned Paddy Deegan there at centre back probably his preferred position in the half back line he was in the forwards last year over the last couple of years he's had to be moved into the forwards because of that reason that I was saying that maybe they didn't feel as though they had a strong enough forward line is there a twofold effect here in the sense that the half back line becomes better because Paddy Deegan is there? And obviously now there is confidence in the six forwards and whatever's coming off the bench that they can put in the performances individually and collectively to win games come the latter stages of the championship particularly. It must be the case. Um without question Paddy Deegan is is a much better back than yeah. a forward. He's a brilliant back. However, the caveat I give to you is the county final two years ago, when Ballyhale beat O'Loughlin Gales <laughs> Paddy Deegan gave an absolute exhibition at full forward. I never seen was the county final. It was the yeah, twenty twenty one COVID. He absolutely lit it up. I never ever seen a performance like it to lose the match. And I think they only lost it in the last ten minutes of the yeah, game. Yeah, tight enough. I think it was an absolutely brilliant game. But I think you'll have to look back on it. But I think Paddy Deegan scored. He got one or two, hmm. five or two six. It was just. He was just a joy to watch. He's so fast. He's so good. His attitude is just brilliant. If he if he's not winning his own ball, he'll fight and he'll yeah. do whatever he has to do to stop you clearing the ball. But obviously, Brian feels he's got forwards there. He doesn't need Paddy there, and he put him back centre back. But just remember as well, when there's ten minutes to go on a match and you're losing by a couple of points and you're saying right, we need a score, he does always have the option of telling Paddy Egan to go up to fourteen and stand on the small square. You know, yeah, it's yeah. it's 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 not like he's taking him off. But um, be interesting to see if he stays there for the whole season. I think I think right. there will be days where Brian will say like, let's push him up into the forwards. I, I genuinely do. The other game on Friday night is Mullinavat versus Tullerone. I actually think this will be a tight one as well, will it? It will be. Uh, Mullinavat, as I said to you already, will be in a very good place fitness-wise. Tullerone coming on the back of a defeat uh, last week. Tullerone, like, Tullerone have a massive team. like They really they have. Do, yeah, yeah. Um, if Tullerone lose this game, they're they're looking at a relegation uh, situation. Claren Dane's for it to come, though. You'll expect them to win both of them games. Yeah. F- fair enough. So that's... that's yeah, they're safe enough then, I suppose, when you put it there. But with the greatest respects to those two teams, of course. Yeah, but Clara, both of these teams, Clara and Dainsford aren't going to go through the championship and not win games. Like they'll, 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 they'll come alright. Clara will be, Clara will improve ten points over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. They'll need to. Um, Tullerone, Mullinavat. 
I, I'd fancy Tullerone to win that game. Do you um, think so? Yeah, I do. I think if Tullerone are going to be serious about doing anything in the Championship this year, they need to get going. Like, it's Championship's going to be over in seven weeks. Like They won the league last year. I asked you about the borough. Did they peak too early? Do you think for the likes of the borough, Tullerone, O'Loughlin's, the village, the main contenders to Ballyhale, they're going to have to find a way to maybe navigate their way through the league without being threatened by relegation? and then peak not come first round time but even going into quarterfinals semi-finals because it's, it seems to be that some of the teams do peak too soon yeah when I was at the league final last year Ballyhale and, and Tullerone Tullerone, Tullerone Bensbridge Bensbridge yeah. sorry Tullerone Tullerone were brilliant that day um, yeah and I'm trying to remember was it Garrod Dunn was inside a full forward I think he got a half of scores yeah, that day yeah. like but they were, Tullerone were they were fantastic I think no the Tullerone beat Ballyhale in the semi-final last year they lost to them in the semi-final in the, last no year. but in the senior in the league semi-finals there isn't any league semi-finals I don't know where was I thought I'd seen Tullerone against Ballyhale Tullerone did beat Ballyhale in the league last year alright in the group stage and where was that match played I can't remember where it's played now mm, I'm pretty sure it was it was Tullerone that I'd seen Tullerone beating Ballyhale down in uh, in Callan you're right the final round of the league though thank you okay that's grand <laughs> it's, not, it's right. not a semi-final though Eddie. Uh, fair enough fair enough it felt like a semi-final okay okay so that day you're saying about them peaking too early now I feel alright Egypt but I knew I was at a game and I did feel like the league semi-final but no Tullerone that day I thought they were um, I thought they were absolutely exceptional um, they're, 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 it was a brilliant match it felt like a real knockout championship game even though it wasn't but it was just a brilliant game and Tullerone were deserved winners of the game I know what you're saying about winning too early you're peaking too early but my god there's nothing nothing like winning for momentum and everything else like Limerick won the league this year and then went on a Monday All Ireland. It's, I think there can be great momentum builders as well. If I was, if I was a Tullerone, if I was a Mullinavat, I'd be winning the league and see where it takes me. I'll put it to you like this though: there's about 11, 12 weeks from the start of the league all the way through to a county final. You have nine games. You have the five group games, and then you either have a league final, a shield final, or a first round championship game, and then the quarter semis and final. You know, as a manager. You put a team out nine times, the likelihood is there's going to be at least one bad off day. The Shamrocks have proven that they find that off day, they could have two or three off days in the league, and then they do peak come championship times. That's what I'm saying. Do these teams need to know and find a way to maybe have their off day early enough now so that that nearly puts them in a position whereby they know they have to be on it come championship time? Yeah, it, it it can. Robbie. I know it's easier said than done. Now I'm not saying that's so how like hurling works, but there's no there's no switch. There's no, no switch to no. the press and say right, let's unless you're the Shamrocks. Um, even them, yeah. They're, 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 look, you can do that sometimes. Like the Shamrocks, it wasn't by design that the Shamrocks were started weak. Shamrocks were missing seven or eight players to start the championships. Not everybody else is. Um, do you know what I'm saying? It's it's it's, yeah. it's more the players are coming back and focus is a little bit different. The other thing with the Shamrocks is eight or ten of their players are coming back off an intercounty season and they're absolutely wrecked and they need a bit of a break. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no other club has that issue. Again, for teams like Tullerone, Danes Ford, Mullinavat, O'Loughlin Gales, everyone else, momentum, momentum, momentum. Okay. And I think if you start getting your momentum up, even if the performances aren't brilliant, you'll find things to work on to, to raise that bar. But I wouldn't get into a rut of saying I'm going to worry about I want to peak at this point or I want to peak at that point. I'd be looking at a performance and then saying, right, I want a 5% improvement week on week and, and try and go that way. Clarendon's fourth is the last game of the weekend. That's a Group B game as well. Of course, half two in Bennis Bridge. This feels like a really big game to me, Eddie. I think whoever loses this, really, they're obviously getting off to a bad start losing two games in a row, but there's no way of putting it. They will be in relegation trouble, almost undoubtedly. Yeah, if you lose two games back to back in the league, if Ballyhale get beaten 
no one's going to be talking about Ballygain getting relegated to intermediate or anything like that we're not all mad or anything like that but when you do lose two games in a row it's not that long ago Ballygain were in a relegation yeah. semi-final like it's you know when you lose two in a row you're in trouble and you're definitely in trouble if you're just after coming up from intermediate Clara I'm t- Clara are much better than their performance the other day they really are in my opinion they I, want to be I think they are I, th- I, th- I think they are and I think Dane's fourth aren't bad either I think this could be a big game I think whoever loses this game is definitely going to be in a in, in a serious piece of trouble now So that's all the fixtures for this weekend We'll speak generally Eddie I know you alluded to it there very briefly the main contenders you think it could be the Burroughs here to go all the way and win it? Yeah I know it's, it's very or hard Was it Lockland's report, No the Borough The Borough Yeah right. I, I, I think I think I think I genuinely think Ballyhale I, and don't get me wrong I'd love to see Ballyhale winning six in a row I've no issue there I've huge respect yeah. and time for Ballyhale I go to most of their matches I cheer them on I've gotten so much joy out of watching them over the last number of years they're just brilliant I just felt the other day just looking at them I just thought you know what it's great every year you have seven, eight, nine players coming back after a couple of weeks and it's all flying and I just looked the other day and I thought to myself you know Ballyhale's numbers are struggling and even when you see the numbers listed on the programme here they don't have that massive panel of, of superstars available to them to have eight or nine of the best hurlers yeah. in the country no no doubt about it but I just I got a real good feeling off Dixborough the other day I just thought the way they were playing both halves two very different styles of hurling they were absolutely fantastic to watch played it through the lines really well forwards were very economical with the ball the subs all made an impact when they come on I found it funny I love it when you see a sub coming on when he catches the ball 40 yards from the goal and he head down and goes because yeah, yeah, he yeah. needs to get on this team he's going for a goal he's not tapping over Good the sight. handy point Good yeah sight. it is it's, there's a real battle there for places now yeah. and that's that's something I love to see I think I'm jumping in early in the season to say okay. that I'm, that's I'm, fair. but I'm going to pin my colours to the Dixborough mass they'll hate me for it but I think that's who I think is going to win the championship Relegation I know this isn't something we like talking about but you know people will have will be speculating around who will be going down this year I'll I'll be straight with you I think the Shamrocks will win the county title but I think Comer are going down I genuinely do and I know I'm a St. Martin's fan so people will say I'm a bit biased there but I just I was looking at them against Bennett's Bridge they, they just don't seem like they're at it at all Yeah Look, it's it's not easy. Um, no, it's not now. It's not easy. We should. It's say. not. Bennettsbridge. Bennettsbridge would be a very decent team as well. So, I think I think there's two or three teams that are going to be right there in relegation. Right. Um, Aaron's own are definitely one of them. Uh, Dane's Fort are are to me, unfortunately, definitely going to be one of them. I need to see what happens. Clara this weekend. If Clara put in a performance like they did against Dixborough, you could put Clara in that bracket. This is a huge game. It isn't is. it? Really it feels like a, it this feels like a year, big, big game. Um, like lads always forget this as well. One team wins the championship, and yeah. only one team gets relegated. And sometimes it's nearly harder to get relegated than win the championship. Can be, you know, because you yeah, just yeah. just find that one day, go and win that one match. Bally Callan did it last yeah. year, of course, relegation you know, and, and and that was when they when they got it right. One more game all year. Yeah. Aaron's own are the type of team that could do that too. But I yeah. think for me, Dane's Ford, Aaron's own, Clara. Dainsford, Aaron's on Clara and Greg Ballycallan, one of the four them is getting relegated. Yeah. And I think this weekend we'll have a fair idea which of them is going to be after the weekend's results. But you're not going to go straight in with any particular club? No, because see, the the one I would think in my head is Dainsford and I just don't want to say it out loud. Right. You just have. <laughs> I, know, I just, I, 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 I'd love anyone else but them to be relegated. The reason I say Aaron's own, I remember my own club, St. Martin's, 
people will know we made the county final in 07 we had a very good under 21 and minor team the likes of John Hall, James Dowling a lot of players were coming through that time but around the mid 2010s we were in relegation finals relegation semi-finals and we were staving it off and it felt great at the time but you can feel it coming and for me Aaron's own and Ballycallan in fairness they've just been in and around that danger zone far too often now to suggest that they're going to be anywhere near away from it yeah I think once you, you get find that, that no, there's a bit of a trend like, yeah you'll get caught yeah you just, will eventually and I think that's why I have Greg Ballycallan there as well I know Ronnie wouldn't be a fan of me saying that either no. but they've been hovering around that same call a few months as well now so I, I think look it can be as interesting sometimes as who's going to win the championship who's going to get relegated and I think it's definitely going to be one of the four we said so let's okay. see what happens this weekend final one on the senior side of things surprise package do you think there's a club that will stand out you know, we mentioned Glenmore there, possibly Mullen Avat. Is there a club that will perform underperform? Maybe even a Clara could be threatened by relegation. Clara is the one that I think could end up unless they get their their their, their system going fairly quickly. I think they might have been missing a few lads. I know Lester Ryan, as I said, was carrying hurls the other day. I assume he's injured. Yeah. Um. They need they need everybody on the pitch as fast as they can because that was a very poor performance by their own standards. So I think they could find themselves getting dragged into that. Sure. They'd be the ones I'd be looking at on 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 the south side, on on the top end side. I think the the, the big shock for you is that 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 Ballyhale. I'm going to say it again. I, I think Ballyhale won't be winning the championship this year. Right. Uh, and I think that in its own right is going to be a shock. Ballyhale are one to two at the moment to win the county championship in Kilkenny. I the reason I think they'll win the six forwards for the borough for Lachlan's for the village. They could all perform on the day if Owen Cody, Adrian Mullen, and TJ Reid play to anywhere near their potential. I think their scoring power alone outplays the six forwards for the other clubs and I think that's why they turn up on the big day the big players turn up on the big day and they win the big prize and I think that's what Ballyhale do best Oh yeah look, th- look there's no club like them mm. um, and there's no th- look you're dead right you, you make, I just I just I just kind of felt that you're going to the well with these lads too often and They're not old though with the exception oh, of Reid um, No but it's it's not even that it's not as much as that it's if you look at who wins these big games for them Adrian and Owen are absolute monster herders. They're monster players. But it still is the Colin Fenley there. Like yeah. He's an unsung hero. He might go a game, oh, two games without yeah. scoring a goal or scoring a point. Yeah. But he wins so many yeah. balls and throws them off. And I, I just think, as I hit that mic up box there, <laughs> I, just th- I just think, I hope I'm wrong as well now because don't, don't, like I love greatness. I love applauding greatness and celebrating yeah, it as I well. Yeah, I do as well, actually. Do you know, yeah. like, I, don't, I don't begrudge Limerick winning all Ireland mm. titles when they're the best team in the country. And I sure as hell, I'll be shouting for Ballyhale at every single match yeah. I'll go to. I'll be cheering them on. I just, I just think, as I said to you, I think Dixborough I think Dixborough will win the championship. I think whoever beats Dixborough will win it. Right. If, if they don't so you've Dixborough to win it Dan's four to go down I have the Shamrocks to win it and Aaron's on to go down we'll see okay. what happens in the next 10 or 11 weeks intermediate side of things Eddie Group A St. Martin's one goal and 13 points Connie Shamrocks one goal and 9 points that was Friday night also on Friday night Moonkind got the better of Fenians by 2 points 23 points to 2.15 while Liz Downey were 2.15 to 113 winners over Young Ireland in Group B Pretty one-sided game in the local derby. Dunhamagan, three goals and 11 points. Carrick shocked 13 points. Your old team, of course, Eddie Blacks and Whites were 116 to 16-point winners over Lachlan's in their first outing at the intermediate grade. While Thomastown, one of the favourites every year to come up from intermediate, were 221 to 118 winners against some other favourites to come up from the intermediate. Roar and Astique. Um, what's standout game, Eddie? I know I asked you about the senior. For me, Blacks and Whites. Um, I suppose like that's a good O'Loughlin's team it's not a bad O'Loughlin's team um, 
the standout performance no, look blacks and whites the reason they're a standout performance for yourself Robbie and I'd say a lot of people in Kilkenny had the mark to be relegated um, I don't actually no in definitely. fairness I don't no and I think that was why the result was the standout result of the weekend was because so many people were writing off blacks and whites um, you know at their pearl the lads will fight till the death the, the team that you see listed on the card bears no resemblance to the team that started on the day I can tell you uh, Dave Guiney uh, and his backroom team John Byrne and Pat Nolan um, it was a tight game I watched the whole first half it was very tight in the first half cagey affair point for point but Blacks and Whites then brought on Ryan Murphy uh, at half time they brought on Nipper Lennon just before half time um, and then they brought on they brought on one of the other forwards as well they made three changes uh, they brought on Jason Byrne and Jason and Ryan went into the two corner forward positions and then Nipper went on at centre forward changed the game completely it was a different match altogether then straight away Nipper was everywhere he's just every player's dream he's he's a back's nightmare he's just so small you can't mark him he's absolutely tiny and when he gets the ball in his hand he's as strong as a bull like and then sure every ball that bounces nipper he'd fire his head in where you wouldn't put your where you wouldn't put your hurl like yeah, and, yeah. but he's great and they, they deserve to win the game it was it was a fair result um, Liz Downey who I think will win the intermediate championship uh, 2.15 to one thirteen winners over Young Ireland's yeah. I thought that was a good result Young Ireland's are going very well as well now oh, um, clearly yeah so that was that was a little bit of a shock uh, Donna Magan I was stunned with that result they gave Carrick Shock a proper pounding yeah. um, I didn't see that coming Carrick Shock were at home uh, I, I just didn't see it coming I was surprised by you Carrick Shock were in a county semi-final last year like yeah um, so that 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 did surprise me. Uh, Munkoin against the Fenians. That's a big win there as well. Um, you know, Fenians. There, Saint Martin's and Connie Shamrocks. I thought it was a misprint when I seen it. One thirteen to one nine. I can only assume there was sweepers everywhere. Oh, I know some people who were at it. It wasn't um, wasn't the best of outings, shall we say? I think uh, left a lot to be desired on the eye anyway. This is it. But it's a results game anyway. Results game. Saint Martin's have their first win on the board. Yeah. And then the other game of the championship is the two favourites probably coming up against each other Roaring Steeg and Thomastown yeah. good few of my mates were at that game there they said Thomastown hit 20 odd oh. whites um, which wouldn't surprise me uh, they're a team that'll want to peak at the right time Noel Doherty's been there a while now mm. um, so famous last words but you'd be kind of saying this This Thomastown have been there thereabouts these are the nearly men every year Um You'd love to see no one at Begrudge Thomastown winning an intermediate championship but I don't know I have a sneaky suspicion there's down here the team to watch there a, s- a smile came across your face when you were chatting about the Blacks and Whites there. Um, just before we get on to the other teams, was it tough to say goodbye to them after winning junior last year? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> it surely was. <laughs> was it tough to watch them on Saturday? No, it was absolutely brilliant. I absolutely loved it. Uh, I am... Um no, not in the slightest. It was brilliant. I was there as a supporter. Uh, we thought I thought we'd scored a goal. I nearly went out over a rail. And, uh, everyone got a good laugh at me at that one. Then, and uh, yeah. I think at one stage the ref had a look across. And I was PTSD. I was it. I was. I, I, I was questioning the decision. I thought he was looking to the dugout. He was going to be yeah, sending yeah. somebody home, but he realised he couldn't do anything about me in the stand. But uh, no, I uh, no, I absolutely loved it, and it was it was it was it was so much more fun. I'd say it'd be very hard to watch them lose and not be able to do yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't hard to watch them win uh, I got a real kick out of it I really really did enjoy it and uh, no and I'll get to go to as many of the matches as I can and as I said when they're winning it'll be no problem it's when they're losing and start firing cards on the ground and you go home giving out to yourself but no nah, they're, they're a great bunch and the guy that's over them as well like Pat and John were both selectors for yeah, me as well yeah. Dave Guiney gone in there now from Wexford Dave was over Roar in a few years ago he'd be as genuine as the come uh, Ratnor club man he you know, he'd be a real hurling man. He'd just, mm. he'd just love it, like, you know, and he'd love nothing more than delivering with blacks and whites and hopefully he can do that.
Yeah, that's Group B. Group A will run through the results. St. Martins and Connie Shamrocks. St. Martins are my own club, so I might as well comment on this. A good win for us. I think a lot of people would have us as one of the favourites to go down. We lost all of our group games last year, but won the relegation semi-final. Um, I think Connie got a man sent off early there in Ballyragget, and that was a key turning point in the game. Just briefly on this, Eddie, two teams, and I hate saying this as a Muckley man or a Ballyfoyle man, two teams that maybe will be threatened by relegation. Connie Shamrocks won't be. And I don't think you're going to be either. I think... Right? Yeah. I think Leave Connie Shamrocks, f- from what I've heard, from what I've heard, <laughs> my <laughs> sources tell me... Oh, here me, we go. <laughs> my sources tell me that the preparation for this match wasn't wonderful for Connie. I believe even some of their players only arrived back from holidays the morning of the game. I did hear that. Do you know? So, they'll come all right. Um, I don't know. I don't see James Bergen listed on the team there. No, and I don't think Tom Feenan actually played in the end. There might be wrong. Uh, but no, I was told Tom Feenan played, but I was told he literally just arrived back yeah, in. Yeah, that was it, um, actually. That's what happened. You know, so it wasn't an ideal preparation for them. Uh, St. Martins, the intermediate relegation, the problem is with intermediate, you get a couple of bad results, and next thing you're in there, all of a shot. Carrick Shock, who you and I would not have even discussed as potential relegation people, are now potential relegation. Um, after they're beaten by Dunhamagan Dunhamagan I didn't think were going to be there thereabouts I watched O'Loughlin Gales in the Blacks and Whites match I think O'Loughlin Gales could be in trouble um, Really? Yeah I do I think I think O'Loughlin Gales would be in trouble Right I, But where are they going to win? Like this is what you have to remember O'Loughlin Gales too, yeah. O'Loughlin Gales now have to play Roar Inishtig Thomastown Dunhamagan and Carrick Shock No it's a very fair point So that's it's it, points on the board But there's always one group it's a group with Tullerone and O'Loughlin's in senior. There's always one group that's stronger than the other. Yeah. And surely that's the group. And O'Loughlin's could be the sort of team to go into a relegation semi-final but come out the other side and actually have a good championship in the end. Possibly, possibly. Um, I, 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 honestly, I couldn't tell you yet. It's too early in the season to be calling who's going to who's going to be getting relegated there. But that, you'd say that that's the stronger group. But then you have Liz Downey and you have Young Ireland's in the other side of the group. You know, like Liz Downey. Do you look at those those six teams? Sorry to interrupt you. St. Martin's haven't done a lot, and I hate saying that in intermediate since we went down. Connie haven't done a lot since they won that junior championship a couple yeah. of years back. Munkine, I know, are only up a very good team in fairness, but you know they didn't blow away the Fenians, who also lost all of their games last year in the group stage. As I just said about the Fenians, they haven't been very strong since they went down. Liz Downey came down; they're a good team, and Young Ireland's did put it up to them. But again, another team that haven't really been at the latter stages of the intermediate championship over the last number of years. Like you'd have to say it's the weaker of the two groups by a distance. Uh, I, I definitely wouldn't say it's by a distance. I think would you not? No, I. Uh, I think I still think I've said it and I'll say it again. I think Liz Downey will win the championship. Um, I just, I just have a feeling Liz Downey will win that championship. I think they're going to. They're big. I'd say they were shocked team. last year when they went down. Yeah. Uh, they weren't the only person that was shocked no. that they got went down <laughs> half the county we both were I think yeah, we half were, the county yeah. is a, lot, yeah. a lot of people were shocked when yeah. they went down very hard to come back up it is isn't it uh, near on impossible um, but I just think look there's a lot of hurling to be played at that intermediate grade yeah, yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't get too excited about the first round games and then the other thing as well you have to remember with the likes of O'Loughlin Gales like you see Keane Loy there he was on the subs bench he was listed I think he was listed on the subs bench for the game yeah I see Matthew Russell was down for both games as well yeah, actually. And, yeah and I think I don't know I can't tell you I know Keane Loy played the intermediate match yeah. but I don't know how many players played the senior match we'll yeah, say yeah. and as the championship moves on O'Loughlin Gales will start releasing players down to the intermediate team to stop themselves getting relegated like you want to have your yeah, second yeah. team playing intermediate not juniors so what they'll do is they'll release a couple of lads back to the intermediate team to half hit a ball for the senior team yet yeah. 
and get the points on the board. So be interesting to see. Like I did say to the lads from Blacks and Points, if you were playing a Lachlan Gales, it's the first round of the championship. You want to play them in, not the last. Yeah, Munkain the Fenians. This was tired, and I thought I actually thought Munkain might be um, heavier victors here, but twenty three points to two fifteen. The end. Yeah, Munkain, very good side. Um, you know they won the junior two year ago. Um, you know they won the All Ireland as well that year. Um, yeah, Willie Coogan was with them then. He's yeah. gone to Dane's Fort this year, and Brendan Carl's in this year with them. Munkain. Yeah, um, they had a great setup. He was there. Willie Coogan was with them for a couple of years. Brilliant mm, manager. Did a brilliant job. Yeah, yeah he did. And in fairness to Willie Coogan, I'd say I just air talked off him, ringing him about other teams before he played him. <laughs> he put me out of championship the year of COVID. Mm. I'm still convinced if there was no water breaks, we'd have won the championship. Oh, here, that we year. Yeah. here we go. Here we go. Just saying. <laughs> but uh, no, they were they really were a really well played team. Yeah, and I think look, uh, you know. They're, they're a real good club. They're a real good setup out there, and 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 you'd like to see them progressing even to the next step because they've they've, they've I think they've four or five adult teams as well. Like they've yeah. huge numbers, but no big win against Fenians. Um, it's only winning by two points, but any win at intermediate is a big win. So no, fair juice to them. I think they'll be there thereabouts at the end. The Fenians. Uh, look, that was a poor result. By they'll see it as a poor result themselves. Yeah. Um, they'll need to get a result on the board fairly quickly as well, uh, just to settle themselves down. Um, I know. I know that the lads have played them earlier in the year in the league, and they said that they were quite thought they were pretty strong. They thought they were better than that. But look, it is what it is. They'll, they, they, I don't think they'll be worrying about relegation. Being honest, no. And then obviously you mentioned that Daryl is Downey in Young Ireland. You think Liz Downey will come up? Um, were you surprised that it was only a five point win for them? I was surprised that they won by five points. To be honest, I thought oh, really? it'd be closer. Now, yeah, I thought. Okay. I think that Young Ireland's team is very, very good. Uh, I see Jack Brennan listed on the bench there. I don't know if Jack didn't play because of the I'm sure he's got a big week of the RDS show this week he's jockey himself and I'd say that's probably held him out of the team but that's a strong team Mikey Carey at wing back Sean Carey centre back Porrick O'Neill as Pat O'Neill's young lad there a full back Philip O'Donnell good strong young team uh, Ted Dre fabulous hurler I know uh, Paul Holden I think played in the game anyway I don't see what number he was probably listed as a sub that's a strong Goran team um, they won't be a mile off it either now no they certainly won't um, that's group A Group B, as I said, Dunhamagan 3, 11, Carrick Shock 13, Blacks and Whites 116, O'Loughlin Gale 16, Thomas Town 221, Roar and Steve 118. Carrick Shock, that was probably one of, if not the biggest surprise of the weekend. I think a lot of people thought this would be tight and that Carrick Shock would come out on top. Yeah, 100%. I, 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 like, when you're not at the game, you don't know what went on. No. And this is the other thing as well, Robbie. There's, it's so early in the year and I can tell you this as a, as a person who only like our, our, my championship finished just on Sunday with Bagley Sun Gales, yeah. Gales county semi final. Like so, you know you're looking at it three weeks or four weeks. Like our football championship starting in two weeks, and on my phone right now, I've lads texting me to say that you know Jerry's on holidays that yeah. day and Mary's on holidays this day, and that's that's what happens. Young people, young people aren't like what they used to be. Like I mean, they're better. The young people now. The problem is, young people have so much more on. Yeah. It's not the be-all and end-all of it. The football and hurling championships isn't the be-all and end-all of their lives. So you take a player like a Tom Phelan, for example, who's after putting in a massive effort with Kilkenny, he wants to take two weeks off and I think he should be entitled to take his two mm. weeks off and the club should support him on his two weeks off. But that then means that they're probably going to be without their best player. And and likewise with Carrick Shock, I don't know who they were missing, but they were definitely missing somebody. Because, like I seen them in the county semi-final last year, um, you know they were right there I, I I just like and I'm looking at the team as well like I don't know who was missing John Cal was there last year as well playing mm. James Grace like Richie Power has been managing these for the last couple of years um, like they're much better than that 
They yeah. really are much better than that. 13 points is a, is, is, is a score that I wouldn't find acceptable for a team at their level. So, look, we'll they'll, they'll come on. They'll, they've nothing to worry about, I'd say. I'd say genuinely there was probably a few lads missing and, and, and they just done a mag and got a run at them and that's it. We spoke about Blacks and Whites in O'Loughlin so we'll move on to Thomastown Roar and Astig. Probably was the standout fixture before a ball was poked in the intermediate grade this weekend. Six point win for Thomastown. Can you read anything into this at all? Because they are two teams that I think a lot would expect to probably make semi-finals anyway. Yeah, no, um, you can. The two teams will want to win. Like, I mean, you know, there's no team going to go out and say, right, let's not go and give it everything we can here because uh, we're not going to be playing again. You know, we won't see them again like out the semi-final. But you put markers down. Now, from, from speaking to some of the lads that were at the match, they told me that Thomastown genuinely hit high up in the double-digit wides in that game, which it suggests to me that Thomastown were way more dominant than the scoreline reflects. I think this Thomastown team is a different beast. I don't know who's up next for Thomastown. I know Dunhamagan are playing blacks and whites next. Um, I don't know who's up next for Thomastown. Yeah, Thomastown are going up against O'Loughlin Gales on Sunday at half two. Yeah, well, I think I think, I think think you could see O'Loughlin Gales getting... I think you could see their wings getting clipped there now. Um, Trounced. I... I Imagine coming out with a statement like this after two weeks in Ireland. But I just, I just, I'm telling you, this Thomastown team is actually, they really are a, a senior hurling team interpret, you know, hiding Are they the going to turn up though? Yes, When it are. matters most? Yeah. They haven't though. They, they have. Consistently. They have. They, like, this is what I, like, this drives me bananas with people as well. James Stevens, like, uh, one of the lads said it as well about James Stevens last year and I kind of looked and I was like, what are you on about, you know? They don't deliver on the big day. They do. Thomas Downer have been in four of the last but five the, county but finals. But these clubs themselves, this isn't from the outside looking in. The, the people in the clubs would tell you winning is the culture. If you're with the village, do you think Brian Cody would it would accept a county final performance this year? And then Thomas Downer aren't accepting a county final as an No, nobody's accepting it, but what I'm saying is they, they need to promote. They do, 100%. They, like, they, they won the junior, they won the junior All-Ireland, they've been up at intermediate. Since, they, since I've come to Kilkenny, Thomas Downer have been there, thereabouts, the intermediate championship every single year since they come up from junior. And to be fair to Thomas Downer, I've seen Thomas Downer getting beaten on penalties. In a champ, in, I know that's knocked right, out yeah. in a championship. Last year they got beaten after extra time in 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 a in a county final. Yeah. Like, is it not fair to say sometimes you know like this lads will say oh they they they, they bottled it or they did this or they did that they're just bloody I think unlucky. That's too far. It's too far to say they bottled it or anything like that. But I think they're just you unlucky. have to find a way over the line to do because but, what happens is like we were saying in the reverse side where you're flirting at relegation all the time. Teams do tend to drop off when they don't get it. They do, but I think the fact that Thomastown have kept coming back and kept coming back shows me that they've got a really good resolve. If you look at the Thomastown team that's coming through here as well, just remember an awful lot of these lads have lost one county final. Not three, not four. They don't have that baggage. And the other thing I would say is Thomastown need to get it into their mindset. It's not about winning. It's about not losing. And we're going to refuse to lose. We're going to go out here and we're going to refuse to lose. No matter what happens, we're not getting beaten. And if they can start doing that and chipping away, because they've had, like, the lads would laugh at you and they're on about managers. Managers, I've said this a million times, All we get the yeah. best seats in the house to watch matches. That's all that we do and hand out jerseys. The players go out and win championships and lose championships. Thomas Town have had Henry Shefflin over them in the recent past. Mm-hmm. Morris Aylward. Yeah, in the recent past, it's not like they're sending in dopes like me to look after them. They're getting some of the best coaching in the whole lot in the country, and every single one of their managers will have left their mark with that team. And I, I think it's it's to me, Thomastown are they're either favourites or second favourites to win the championship. They're right there. Liz Downey are favourites in my eyes because they've just come down from senior, and that gives them that advantage because they've been playing at a much harder level, and it is a much higher level. 
But when you come down, Thomas down for me would be the second best. And I think when you watch the games this weekend, Robbie, when you watch a junior championship match and then an intermediate championship match and then a senior championship match, the difference is if you make five mistakes in a junior match, you'll get punished twice. If you make five mistakes in an intermediate match, you'll get punished three times. Maybe three and a half, you know. Yeah, yeah. If you make five mistakes in a senior championship match, you're going to get punished four times at least, if not all five. Yeah. And Thomas Towner, the type of team, they'll punish every mistake. And I think 221, first day out and hitting nearly 20 wides, that's frightening. When you manage a team, irrespective of who the team is, let alone Thomas Town, who are one of the favourites to come up, and it is a talking point every year when they're in the intermediate grade on, will it be this year for Thomas Town? You're a manager of a team. Not that it's failure, but can you claim it's been a successful season without winning the championship? No. Success is just about winning championships. That's it. Like any team that says that they're happy to have came second in the championship or came fourth or came fifth or got to the quarterfinals, some teams, their target's to stay at that grade and not get relegated. And that's the truth. Thomastown aren't one of them teams. No. Thomastown's target right now is to win the championship. Mm-hmm. And if they don't win the championship, it's not that it's a failure. It's not they won't have achieved their target. Their target is to win the championship. That's 100%. Okay. Um, Blacks and Whites' target for me would be get to the quarterfinal this year. If they don't get to the quarterfinal and they only get to the first round, that's great. Fair enough. Do you get me? Yeah, I understand you. Predictions then, we did it for the senior. Who's going to get up to the top tier next year? Um, like I still think Liz Downey, but it's going to be Liz Downey or Thomas Down. For sure. Is there is there a massive gap, do you think, between the rest? Uh, not that there's a massive gap. I just think... Sizable though. Yeah, there is a sizable gap. Yeah. Um, and I think Liz Downey or Thomas Down will be, the, it'll be one, or the, one or the other. Anybody that can get in between them Rowan Stieg maybe didn't have a good decent enough year last year you're shaking your head no I think Dunham Magan I think we'd have to, to, to if that wasn't a one hit wonder there that 312 to 13 point win there that that, mm. that made me lift my head now to be honest so I think I'd, I'd watch that one with, with, with to see what happens the next day out let's say Right, I actually think Thomas Town will come up this year. <laughs> all After all, you're slaying yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do. I think in fairness to them, they're a good team. And uh, if it's not going to happen for them now, I don't know if it'll happen at all. Um, going down, this really interests me in intermediate. I think there's a lot of contenders here. Who do you think are the main contenders to go down? Who are the ones that will be playing junior in 2024? All Auckland Gales. No. Because of the reason you said they'll funnel their senior players down if they have to. If they haven't used them already. But Eddie, if you're all Auckland's, right, I mean this with the greatest respects to the, to the clubs I'm about to mention, the likelihood is you're either going to play Conaghy, St. Martins, the Fenians, maybe Moonkine. They've had good recent years. They came up from junior not too long ago. They're probably a better team than all four of them. <sighs> okay. I would say that no, with the greatest respects to those teams. They will, they'll probably play them twice if you get what I mean so what I'm saying is I think the relegation finalists at least one of them will come from Group A so they'll have a chance if they do finish in the bottom they'll have a chance to either beat whoever finishes near the bottom in Group A once and if they lose then and they're in a relegation final they'll have a second bite at the cherry more than likely mm-hmm. I just think you know they're, they're not the worst team in intermediate surely uh, it's not that they're the worst team in intermediate. Yeah. The problem is, I think you look at Keen Lloyd the other day. Yeah. Keen Lloyd was, I thought he was, he was very good. He was one of the uh, better players. He's going to play a senior. So the minute he hits the ball for the seniors, that's the end of him for the intermediates. And that's going to yeah, happen that too, with yeah. a few players, and it's going to happen pretty quickly yeah. if O'Loughlin Gales start getting fired. Now the other thing that happens as well is O'Loughlin Gales played intermediate Saturday and senior Sunday. 
I don't know what way the fixtures are this weekend if yeah. the intermediate games are on before the senior games yeah well, Lachlan's are out and the intermediate's on Sunday and then obviously the seniors on Friday night the seniors on Friday night so again with the seniors being out first it'll free up some lads to go back and play the intermediate game on Sun, are you with me? Yeah. It's when or the other way around that it won't. Yeah. And I'm not knocking O'Loughlin Gales. I just think, I think because of the fact that there's going to be players coming in and out all the time, that's what could catch them. Um, and then outside of O'Loughlin Gales, like, and this is why I was saying to you already, O'Loughlin Gales now have to try and beat Dunhamagan, Carrick Shock, Roar Inishtig, or Thomastown. And that's just to stop themselves finishing in the group stages with no points. It's a tall order. Yeah. But when you talk about relegation, they'll have to lose a further two games. That's it. They'll go into a relegation semi-final and then it's interesting. Connie are way better than the 1-9 to put up against St. Martins the other day. St. Martins obviously have a system that they're trying to play. They're probably defensive. And, yeah, Cheddar Plunkett's in there. Yeah, hard to break down. So, look, I don't know. There's a lot of... A lot of it's not going to be an easy one to call and I think... you. It, it, believe it or not, it might be easier to pick the winners of the Intermediate Championship than the ones that are coming down. I would agree. I think... I, I'll nail me colours to the mass and say I think it'll be the Phoenix to go down they lost all their group games last year I know they're in a healthier state this year as far as I know it it'll, it'll, comes back to bite you whatever grade you're at and you have a right smile on your face there I'm not <laughs> sure why I think they only lost the other day by two, two they points did. they lost by two points to Munkine who'd be one of the strongest teams in the intermediate championship I probably. understand that too no I understand that but last year's gone this is this year's championship, Robbie. I know. Let's, let's not. I panic. don't think. I don't think anybody's relegated from Group B. That is a strong group. Don't Magan Thomasville, Blacks and White, O'Loughlin's, Rowan, Seagan, Kirkshock. Hmm. I can't see anybody relegating there. <laughs> You're just laughing. I, well, I just, I just, I'm laughing because I, I said O'Loughlin Gales will be relegated, and, and I'll be right. <laughs> just so you know now that we're this is what I'm dealing with. By <laughs> right, we'll move on from that then. So I'm going for Thomas Town to win it. The Fenians to go down. You're going for Liz, Liz Downey or Thomas and Lockins to go down. Uh, surprise package. Blacks and whites. Right. I don't think that'd be a surprise. Um, Teams coming up from junior in recent years have done very well in intermediate. Yeah, I think I think I think blacks and whites. I think blacks and whites get another two wins, get another one win in the group, definitely, and that'll leave them safe and it'll put them into a first round and they'll be happy enough and they could tip away and you could on it tight game they're a brilliant team to see out they'll fight to the death so I wouldn't write them off Munkine is a team if they clicked Munkine would be right there at the end yeah Munkine are quite a decent team it has to be said winning the Junior All-Ireland not too long ago of course um, speaking of Junior Group A saw Tuller Ross Birkin beat Kilmacow by 3 goals and 24 points to 15 points on Friday night St. Lockton's were 317 to 15 point winners over Clonine Piltown were 416 to, to 19 point winners over St. Patrick's in Group B Wine Gap 5 goals and 20 points John Locks 1 goal and 11 points Emeralds 2 goals and 16 points Barra Rangers 1 goal and 16 points and the last game of the weekend I believe saw Galmite come out or wasn't Rather, I think that was for a Saturday evening. Galmite were 21 points to 13 winners over Sleeve Rue. Um, just to say in Group C as well, James Stevens 16 points, Munkine 15, Dixborough were 218 to 115 winners over Aaron's own, while Liz Downey were 17 points to 113 victors over Thomastown. Um, Eddie, we're going to concentrate on the six teams that their main team are junior, of course, Section A. Um, Group A there, first of all, Tuller, Ross Birkin. Again, a bit like Thomastown, maybe, along with Piltown in this grade. The favourites to come up have been there, thereabouts, without ever getting into the intermediate grade um, in recent years. Strong start for them. <laughs> they scored three goals and 24 points against Gil McCow, and they didn't have Wally playing. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, that's very strong, isn't it? Yeah. Um, 
he's not even named in the panel, I don't think. He got married. Congratulations to Wally. Yeah, no fair to him. I would yeah. have still expected my name to be on the sheet number 32 or something. I didn't think because I got married I'd get thrown off the panel altogether. Oh, yeah. um, no, but they've, they're have they always going to be there, thereabouts. Uh, no two ways around it. Massive win there. I'd be keeping an eye on them. St. Lactans, who just came down. Um, 3.17 to 15 point win. They're a bit like Liz Downey. I think they must have been stunned last year. They were in a county final in 2020. Correct. Um, they must have, like... Like, what are you thinking when you're down in that grade then? Do you just start afresh or is it still hard to get it out? I know what I'm thinking anyway. I'm thinking I was queer lucky that blacks and whites that we got out of junior last year because I wouldn't (laughs) fancy being in it this year. I'm going to tell you straight out. Tullerher, Ross Birkin are intermediate level. St. Lacton's definitely whacked up 317 there the other day. Pilltown, 416 to 19 point winners over St. Patrick's. We play Pilltown. Like, you have to remember and I can vividly remember this we scored two goals at the death. and two points in the last minute of a county oh, semi-final against Piltown well I was commentating on it yeah so like like we weren't lucky against Wine Gap it was a tight game but we were in the lead for the whole match we got lucky against Piltown you know you make your own luck you keep at it but we oh, you were good that day in the 68th minute we were losing by six points and in the 66th minute we were winning by a point two pucks of a ball my man that's it but <laughs> I just think like Pilltown they'll be sore over that last year um, same management team again so they'll be they'll be right there Wine yeah. Gap Pat Robinson is staying on there at Wine Gap as well he did a good job last year 5.20 to 1.11 winners against their nearest and dearest John Locks but I think John Locks from what I was told were missing a heap of players that right. day as well but I, I'm telling you outside of that Emirates are decent enough Galmoy nice good win Billy Drennan from the freeze if you give a free against Bally you give a free against Galmoy it's a score so you have to be very conscious of that one there as well but I think when we get down to the business end of it in the championship the four teams that you're going to be looking at are going to be Wine Gap Pilltown St. Lactans and Tullahar Ross Parkin and that's going to be your four semi-finalists probably yeah, I think a lot of people would agree with you there those other games you mentioned them there St. Lactans 3.17 to 15 point winners over Clonian. Um it was tight for a lot of this game until near the end they needed that window didn't they just to get their kind of feet settled and just get going in the junior grade uh, they did um, and I know it was tight for a long period of it as well and in fairness to Clonine, like there's been huge work done in Clonine. like they've been and they won't mind me saying it like they've been kind of treated a little bit like the Whitman boys in that group I remember a couple of years back we played Clonin in the first round of the championship I, we played them out in Aaron's own and I remember a lad text me on the way to the match and he says you know this is the battle to see who the worst team in Kenny is you know and I remember kind of thinking how much of a prick he was for sending that message to me but at the time it was kind of I won't send of, it again no he won't send it now but you know Clonin they've come on a ton to beat us in a junior C county final a few years ago as well beat us by a point I know how much it meant to them all as well to, to get that trophy on the board and, and, and it's it's not easy either you know at that level but but St. Lactans like what a tough game for them to start off the season with for Clonine that is now not St. Lactans yeah. um, so no, I think there'll be interesting times ahead for them but as I said the four teams I've named there they'll be I'll be stunned if anyone can push any for them Piltown and St. Patrick's Ballyragged of course uh, as expected I suppose goals won the matches there yeah goals won the match St. Patrick's, like, I mean, they went junior, intermediate, senior, intermediate, junior. Uh. <laughs> like, it's nightmare stuff. <laughs> it's like. up and down, isn't it? Yeah. And I remember the first year they came back down to junior, if there was a relegation from junior, they were gone. <laughs> like, they just, they just had a, I don't know, they just, and they're a sleeping giant as well. Like, I mean, like, oh, this yeah. is genuine. Bally Raggett or St. Pat's, like, they were five, five years ago, they were senior hurling club. Yeah. Um, it can just show you how things can change and, 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 and change on you as well and and when Bally Raggett I think I've 
been involved in three matches against him, never beaten him in any game to beat me the three times that we've been involved against him to beating us three times. So hard, you you know from winning it, you you know how to navigate your path to glory in junior, but so hard to put performances together and get out of it, isn't it? It's notorious for being how hard it is to it's, win. It's just consistency. It's it, you know the only thing consistent about it is the inconsistency. Yes. Yeah. Um. And 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 it is the case, like. And the championship is so hard to call. Like St. Pat's getting beaten by Pilltown this week. But St. Pat's come out next week and hop off Wayne Gap, who hopped off John Locke. There's no correlation between result A and result B. Yeah. So I wouldn't even try and read into them. Like Greg Namana had a free weekend this weekend. I yeah. think they're out next weekend against uh, Clonine. Like they're yeah. another team that'll have a shout in the championship. I mean I I it's just it's just it's just it's one of them championships that you kinda you can it's it's hit and miss. You could go out today. John Locke's like a one eleven to five twenty, massive hiding there. They come out next week and they could beat Pilltown with the same score. Yeah. Um just very briefly, Eddie, we'll go through the other results in group B. Wine gap five twenty to John Locke's one eleven. Uh Wine Gap, as you say, one of the favourites this year. Oh definitely. Um like you're looking you're looking at them, the team itself for for, for when I'd be looking at a lot of these teams, I'd say who who've the lost or who's yeah. gone, you know, type of way. Like the big thing with these lads is the likes of Jack Doyle is a year older a year stronger another year under his belt playing the powers are massive for the lads there as well Shawnee Purcell at wing back like they have a really good team yeah. and they have a really good manager as well Pat's a super guy um, right across the field they're a very very good team now Yeah, Emeralds and Barrow Rangers probably one of the tighter games of the weekend uh, 216 to 116 to the Emeralds they'll probably want to have an hour run at this as well yeah I was surprised at how close the game was no disrespect to um no disrespect to Barrow Rangers, but I'd expected Emeralds to 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 put up a score there. Um, in fairness to the Barrow Rangers, you know, working hard, Jack Kelly in midfield, fantastic player. But mm. it's just again, it's this age profile of the players that are coming up. Like Killian Doyle, Killian Doyle's in and out of the senior team with Kenny this year. Like you'd want him to be lighting up this championship now. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see um, where Emeralds will go with this. You know, they've. Obviously, they have a few big retirements and whatnot yeah. from 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 the own team, but they're, they're a good side as well. We we played them in the first round championship last year. We only beat them by hmm. three or four points. It was a real cagey enough game. But again, I think the likes of Killian Doyle would be the catalyst if they're going to do it, and they're going to need him to absolutely light it up. Very finely and very quickly, Galmai and Sleeve Rue, good win for Galmai. Yeah, Galmai. They'll be very reliant on freeze. Um, Billy won't miss them if they can get the machine feeling at wing forward. Fabulous hurler as well. Steve Rue, like I know it's it's a six or seven point win. Steve yeah. Rue were a really hard team to beat. Yeah. Um, but again, Steve Rue come out next week and, 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 and whack up a, a win somewhere else, you know, the yeah. type of way. So I wouldn't be ruling anybody in or out yet. Um, who's winning junior, Eddie? Um, I would say... I'd say... Look, I kind of I kind of would like Pilltown to win the championship, but I think St. Lacton's will. Straight back up like Lizzie? Yeah. Is that good for the game? Well, like Blacks and Whites had such a freshness to the intermediate grade, for example, this year. I, I'm not just saying that with the greatest respects to St. Lachlan's or that, but you like to see new teams in it as well. Oh, no, it isn't. Look, you definitely would. Mm. Um, like, there's, there's there's four teams there that are going to be, you know, John Locks, yeah. or not John Locks, sorry, Wine Gap, St. Lachlan's, Tullerher, Ross Barkin, and Piltown. It's going to be one of the four of them, I'd say. Yeah, I actually think it'll be Wine Gap. I think they'll go one step further than they did last year and get over the line. I think they will. Um, no relegation in that. I'll end it on this, Eddie. I'll pose a question to you and hopefully we'll do this every week. Um, three to start and forwards in the All-Ireland final for Kilkenny didn't score from play. 
Bill Sheen was on fire when man of the match in that game between Dixborough and Claret the weekend. You were awarded a man of the match and got a lot of praise around the county from that performance. He's not the only one, but he was a standout one. The likes of Harry Shine as well for the borough. There's other forwards in the county. How important is the club season? We know how important it is for the clubs. For individuals, particularly in the forward line, to stake their claim for the Kilkenny team because it feels like not just within the panel within the starting 15 there's a couple of spots up for grabs yeah look I had this chat with a fella yesterday about inter-county managers like Wexford have no inter-county manager at the moment at Hurling the Wexford Hurling Championship is nearly over so where does the incumbent Wexford manager get to watch these players because he's now going to miss the whole senior Hurling Championship it's an absolute farcical situation down here in Kilkenny right now like Derek had an opportunity to go and watch two or three games. He'll have videos of some of the games as well. Mm. It, it. I know this is going to sound really stupid. It's not the same watching the game on a video as watching it live. No, you don't have the same feel for it. You, you, well, you only get to see the ball when you're yeah. watching it on video. If you're at a match and you're Derek Ling, and I can't say what Derek Ling thinks, but I'm watching, I'm looking for movement from the forwards yeah. and all that, and you don't see that. You only yeah. get to follow the ball. Yeah. Um, I think there's a brilliant opportunity for club players to put their hands up and show, look, give me a shout. And that's where Derek will pick his panel for next year. And there is positions up for grabs for Kilkenny. There's a nine-point gap to be closed on Limerick here. And it's the lads that are out hitting balls around the fields in the weekends in Kilkenny for the next eight to ten weeks. They're the lads that are going to have to do that for us. Um, the other thing I would point out as well is this argument about, I, I had a lad say to me the other day, oh, one of the best hurlers in Ireland is not going to get to play club hurling again for 11 months because Fade Harriers, Lee Chin's club, were knocked out of the championship right, last yeah. week. But every hurler in Wexford's finished in three weeks. Every club hurler, because yeah. the championship's over in three weeks. So Lee Chin's finished three weeks before everybody else. That's nobody's fault. Yeah. The championship here in Kilkenny is going to be finished in 10 weeks, but the football championship was played off during the All-Ireland series. Mm, mm. So it's just, it, there's no perfect setup. The likes of Bill Sheen and all these lads, if they want to have any hope of playing for Kilkenny at senior level, they are going to need to light up club matches like he did the other day. He's going to have to do that in every game because the step up from club championship to senior inter-county championship is another massive jump. If we go in with Kilkenny, this is the last question I'll leave you on, with the same panel as we did this year heading into next year, particularly that forward line, it's hard for it not to stand out. If that happens... Can Kilkenny go get near winning in All-Ireland? Oh, they can. It's just you have to remember some of these lads are going to be a little bit cuter, wiser. The lads that are going to be a little the bit older. The lads starting, I don't want to name them. They're not, they're not young, some of them. Yeah. And, uh, they're not old either. But they're at an age where they've been in the panel three oh, no, or four years. Now, yeah. And they didn't turn up really, and this is the greatest respect to them in the final. You have to call it as you see it. We need at least one forward to go into that starting 15, you would have thought. Yeah, but you're, look, you're going to have players that are going to get their chances. They will They yeah. will step up. They were coming up against some of the best backs in the country as well. So that's the other side of it too. Um, like the Limerick half-back ah, yeah, line, yeah. they had a day oh, as well yeah, now, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I know I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too worried. I'd be if I was if I was Derek, what I'd be looking at now is I think I think there's going to be four or five retirements. Oh, there will, yeah. Minimum from the Kilkenny Senior Hurling panel. Yeah, yeah. It has to happen. Uh, no one can stay here forever. So now is the time to start replacing them. So now is the time to start uh, having a look and saying, right, who's the next lad and who's the next lad? Because sometimes you get stuck with the same group of lads for too long and you miss the next TJ Reid or the next Henry Shefflin or the next star. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So I think, it's, I think it's vital. And I think the right man is in there now to manage Kilkenny, particularly because of his experience with the under-20s. Uh, all of them young lads now are at a peak time 
for Kilkenny if you get me and now is the time that Derek knowing all of their attributes will be able to start whipping fellas in and saying I want to bring you in here and get in your own place I think it was important for Derek to get the year he had I yeah. think, like, do you know what I mean I think if Kilkenny had been beaten in a Leinster mm, final yeah, yeah. got knocked out in an All-Ireland semi-final there would have been a few grumbles yeah, no one can have any grumbles they got beaten in a league final to one Leinster got beaten in an All-Ireland final yeah. Derek Ling had a very good year Perfect. Eddie, thanks for joining me today. Thanks a million, Robbie. That was KCLR's The Kilkenny Hurling Podcast. Eddie Scally will be back with me next week as we review all the action from the senior, intermediate and junior grades as well as looking ahead to all the action that will take place in the next weekend. This weekend, live on KCLR, we'll have five games in total. It begins on Friday evening with the Clash of O'Loughlin's versus Dixborough, 7pm throw in there. Then on Saturday, 4pm for Greg Ballycallan versus Bennis Bridge, 7 o'clock for Aaron's Own versus Ballyhill Shamrocks and there's a further two games on Sunday, Half past 12, Brian Cody's James Stevens go up against Glenmore, while the last game of the weekend sees Claret go up against Danesforth. We'll also have reports and updates from all of the intermediate and junior games as always, and myself and Eddie will be back from next week.